I'm Tara Oldridge and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Smart Woman Show where we're empowering women to lead their lives. And again, I have Angelica Haro. By the grace of God, she said, yes, her, I want to be a part of the Smart Woman Show. Yes, her, I want to be part of empowering your communities of women. And together we join forces again to bring you a super powerful message. Welcome back to one of my shows, Angelica. And thank you for taking the time because you're crazy busy. Life's busy. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. It's awesome being on this show with you. I'm just so proud of everything you're doing and all the women that you're trying to reach. Thank you. You know, you're actually, if I give you some analytics, I don't know if you know this, but your, your episode from my last show, Moms on a Mission, actually, I think received the most views of all of the, of all of the segments. So it doesn't surprise awesome. me though. You're, you're freaking amazing. So this is going to be a little bit of a, of a shift because I really want to stay zoned in. Um, even though mommyhood's a really big part of what we do, um, I want to stay with the business cap on. And really what it means to play all these roles with business on the forefront and having a transition out of business into mom, into husband, into self, and doing it gracefully. So my first question for you is, First of all, how do you go from being graceful, nurturing, loving mom to hang on a minute, I got a call? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I struggle with this. So mm -hmm. I really want to know this for myself because I find it hard to go from soccer practice to yeah. a call in my car and be like, Kate, everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, absolutely. And it's funny because our kids will go, mommy or daddy is on the phone, you know, yeah. but you know, Tara, it's, it's something that you tend to juggle with at the very beginning and then you finally get it right. Um, I'm very involved in my kid's life. And, you know, like you mentioned, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm into fitness. I run a business alongside my husband and it is all these hats that you have to wear and you have to conquer every single hat that you wear. Um, but what it is is that when I'm at home with my kids and it's not perfect because you do get a call here and there that you have to pick up and say, Hey, I know this time is for you guys, but mommy has to take this call, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but when I'm at home with my kids, I'm there with my kids and I'm devoted to them, whether I'm doing homework or I'm working on a project. And the minute I walk out of the house, like it's a different hat. It's like, Angelica, I'm boss. I need to make decisions. I need yeah. to make this happen. And the, the thing is that most women do, I think, is that you feel guilty. You're like, oh, like I'm here with the kids, but I need to be doing this for the business or mm -hmm. I'm at the office and I'm away from the kids. It's just you can't let your mind play those games with you. You know, it's a decision that I made. So you know what? If I'm with my kids, I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm not at the office. And mm -hmm. if I'm at the office, I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm not with my kids. 
And, you know, you still tend to juggle with that kind of stuff sometimes because our life is not balanced. No. <laughs> our life, it's messy and it's okay. It's supposed to be, you know, a balanced life I think is boring, but mm -hmm. there'll be times where I'm more involved in the business. And sometimes, you know, I, I do, I feel a little guilty that I haven't been there for the kids all that much. But then the way I let my mind, you know, not play games with me is like, you know what? It's like right now, you know, we're going to be taking an eight, nine day um, vacation with the family to Hawaii. So I've been on the go, 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 go. And I haven't maybe been giving enough attention to my kids. But then I'm like, you know what? It's okay because I'm going to spend these entire nine days with them, mm -hmm. you know, and with a very little business interruption. And so you kind of be, you got to be able to juggle it that way in your mind. And then, you know, when it's time to work, you work on that stuff and you're going to have the kids call or, you know, my husband call, I need to do, I need you to do this for the kids. And then you just got to quickly be able to switch it. You can't let your mind mess with you. You can't, you can't let your mind mess with you. And that's no. the whole point. You cannot let your mind mess with you. Like, did you hear that? I mean, because we're inundated with so much information and like, I feel that, you know, sometimes we forget to hear what's being said to us, but I just want to make sure that you heard that audience. Don't let your mind mess with you. If you're feeling guilty because you're working, you're supposed to be with your kids, don't let your mind decide that for you, right? Yeah. And if you're feeling guilty because your business is sitting on the side because you're with your kids, don't let your mind mess with you. It's the same thing. So I love that you said that. And I love another thing I want to pull from that, what you just said, because I know I, and I keep hearing this and it's probably because Ed Milet said it, you know, balance is boring. And also it's actually really necessary if you're going to, I guess, you know, max out your life, um, that you, that you, that you lead a very unbalanced life, right? Could you touch Absolutely. on that? Like, Absolutely. like how important it has it been for you as a businesswoman to be unbalanced? You know, and at the very beginning, when somebody's starting to maybe build their own business or go into a different career change, you got to have that unbalanced life at the very beginning. It's going to be very unbalanced, but you work so hard at the very beginning so that later on when you've made it, when you're successful, when you're financially not struggling, you can have that balanced life. So you must have the balanced life at the very beginning so that you have the choice down the line when you're no longer struggling financially and you've been successful you know, you decide when you want to spend that time with your kids. You decide what, you know, what amount of time you want to spend into your business. So it's so important that you know that and don't feel guilty that you don't have a balanced life. Most people are fooled by thinking that, how do I spend X amount of time here, X amount of time there and not feel guilty about it. The bottom line is you are going to feel guilty, yeah. but psychology, you just, I mean, you just need to think like, I'm not letting that mess with me. Yeah. You can't let your mind mess with you. You have to acknowledge, okay, I feel guilty right now. Why am I creating guilt in my life? And oh, it's because maybe I do need to spend an extra hour with my kids that I have been putting to the side. And then you make time for that. You just shift. And that's what being a leader in your life is all about. And being a leader in your life has so many different aspects from responsibility, being responsible for, you know, what you create, who you are, you know, how you're showing up to enrollment. And I really want to talk about enrollment with you because here's one of the things women face. Okay. And I don't care if you're an extreme feminist or you're over here and you're a doormat to your husband, I don't care where you lie on this pendulum. There is a new age woman. She's coming out and she wants to do business. And maybe you're already doing business if you're watching the show, but you're looking for 
tips and secrets to make it more effortless. And enrolling our husbands in what we're doing <laughs> is really challenging. And not only is it challenging to be like, hey, this is what I want to do, but now we have to find a way to like actually have him buy in. Absolutely. To our power to what we want to create. So how did you do this with Guillermo? Because wait, wait, I want to get some context on this because I've met Guillermo. He is a powerful, beautiful <laughs> man. Okay. But I, I, I'm pulling up my phone here because I was on your social media. Of course I follow, um, and Helica on social media and you need to as well. So her post was this. October 9th, 2010, when I walked down the aisle and said I do to the man I'm proud to call my husband, <laughs> I still remember when Ed Milet during the Best Man Talk said I was marrying a complex man. Now, stop there, ladies. How many of you have married a complex man? Okay, I have. Okay, you are definitely not a walk in the park. Okay, and I'll let you guys read the rest of this post. It's a beautiful picture of her on her wedding day and them on their wedding day. Okay, so let's talk about Guillermo and how he's not a walk in the park and how you enroll him every day into you being the decision maker for your boss life. Yeah, you know, I'm blessed that I was able to marry a man like that. You know, it's challenging at times, but it's a big blessing. Mm. You know, um, we we do our business together, but obviously we have little projects that we work on our own. And there's things that I'm passionate about and there's certain things that he's passionate about. But you learn. Mm. You know, at the very beginning, um, and I'm going to tell you, when we first got married, um, I don't know if I've shared this, but I we were married yet. We were engaged. And we were having a little disagreement and he, I said, you know what? You're such an ASS. And then he goes, what? And I actually didn't spell it out. I said it to him. Yeah, you're such, you're ass. such an ass. Yeah. You're such, you're such an, an ass. ass. And then he goes, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. What? Like, I, like, I, I swear to you, it was like, he saw a ghost and he goes, let me just tell you something. You know, we're not married yet, but we're getting married. And I want us to set standards in our marriage and our relationship. And we're going to, we're going to live by these standards every day. You know, I don't ever want you to curse at me, nor am I ever going to curse at you. Mm. You're never going to say that I'm an ass. You're never going to call me the D word. I'm never going to call you the B word. I'm never going to disrespect you. I'm marrying you because I love you and I want to cherish you. Yeah. Um, so it, one thing leads to another. So if we start saying these little things to each other, then guess what? It's going to, you know, get heated and it's going to get ugly. It can lead to abuse. And I never want that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, is that we're going to respect each other. We're not, when we have a disagreement, which we're going to have disagreements and we've had plenty of disagreements, yeah. but when we have a disagreement, I don't want you raising your voice at me, nor am I going to be raising your voice at you. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, he's a way more disciplined than me in that area. Um, but, you know, the minute I, we have a little disagreement and my voice starts turning up, then he goes, hey, and I go, you're right. So I lower my voice. Because, mm. you know, it, it's imagine us yelling at each other and you really can't get across from um, your point across. And then another thing he said, we're never going to hang up the phone mad at each other. We're not going to walk away from an argument. You know, and it's okay that we disagree with each other, but the conversation needs to be done before you walk away or before I walk away. And then lastly, there's no going out. There's like, we're getting married and this is it. 
you know, uh, we're never going to threaten our relationship with a D word. We're never going to say like, oh, if it doesn't work out, like, no, if we have a disagreement, we know it's going to be a disagreement, but this is one, you know, it, that's it. And so it's just like living by that standard has helped us not only in our marriage, but in our business, mm -hmm. you know, he's very strong headed. I'm very strong headed. We're both Gemini's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we're one day apart. So we're Gemini's and we, we are action people. We're type mm -hmm. A personality. You know, we're both very controlling and we have egos. He says, I have a bigger, bigger ego than him. And I think he has a bigger ego than I do, mm -hmm. you know, but one thing that I've learned with my husband and it wasn't like this at the very beginning, but he's taught me this is like, when you want something in our marriage or you want to do something for yourself or you want to do something for your family or our, or our kids, mm -hmm. the best way to get that is your approach. Yeah. You need to know how to approach me. You know, it can be very easy where, you know, well, I want to do this. And if you're not on board with me, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, right. what good is that? then his ego is going to come out like, no, you're not going to do it versus yeah. versus me approaching him in a way. It's like, you know what, honey, I want to do this business. I need X amount of money to start it up. I want you to see my vision. Like I see us, you know, going further and I want to add a value to our relationship. I just like, I've always wanted to do this and financially, you know, I need you to support me not only financially, but with your time, with everything, it's just different. Yeah. Your approach is different. It, even your approach with your kids is different. Mm -hmm. So approaching him and then having him see your vision, like tell him where you want to go. Yeah. And then also it's okay. Like, let's just say you, you're the mom that stays at home. You've, you've been the mom that stays at home and all of a sudden you want to start this new career path. You know, it's okay if you ask him for help. It's okay. They say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Like, I know I've been the one that cooks dinner every day. I know that I'm the one that does homework every day. I know that I'm the one that maybe picks up the, the kids from school every day. But because I want this and I know you love me and I, I know you want me to, you want to see me happy. Mm -hmm. I need a little bit of cooperation on your end. Like maybe once or twice a week, can you help me pick up the kids at school? Yeah. You know, maybe once or twice a week, like the kids love, to, they love having you around. It'd be so awesome, you know, for you to be able to do homework with them one day versus yeah. like, you never help me pick up the kids at school. You never sit down with them doing homework. Of course I can't go and do my own thing. I'm never going to be a boss lady. Like, no, yeah. it's the approach, Tara. You yeah. got to have that, the proper approach. It saves businesses. It saves marriages. Um, your children. I have a two year old. Let me tell you, like, Maximiliano, don't do that. And he don't care. He continues to do it. And then I go, Maximiliano, baby, can you please not do that? A day, mama. You know, it's just different. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, we're all just five-year-olds running around this world pretending like we know what's up. But... Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, everything is enrollment, whether it's a two-year-old, your husband, your best friends, your parents, um, yourself. You know, when you, when you stand in the mirror and you really want to empower yourself to get to the gym, right? You don't yeah. beat yourself up for an hour and then hit the gym and do your best workout ever. And so it's, it's constant enrollment. And I love what you said. Just be conscious about your approach. Like, how are you showing up to your husband to say, hey, listen, like, I've got an idea. I'm so excited to share it with you because I can really see how 
what we've created thus far in our life, if you join forces with me, we can move this together with me in the forefront and you don't even really have to do anything except mm-hmm. for support me. Yep. Like he's going to be like, sweet, sign me right. up. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. So, okay. So there's a couple other things I want to pull from you in this interview. And since we've been talking about boys, um, mm. because this has come up for me a couple times, um, in conversations, even with Phil, I'll be very honest with you. Um, he was, I had to really enroll him in me stepping away from being a stay at home mom because that was always our vision for our kids. I was going to stay at home with the kids. I was going to raise them. I was going to do cooking, cleaning, all the fun things that stay at home moms do, which I hate doing because I'm an (laughs) entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur, right? And I have a beautiful message that I want to get out. So when I enrolled him finally in creating my program and my community and my audience, um, it was tough. It was really tough. And still, you know, he's like, well, you know, maybe you're not spending enough time with the kids. So Um, I would really love to hear, because I know my answer, but I want to hear it from you, is the type, because we both have boys, I have a boy and a girl, and you have two boys, but for the moms listening, what type of women are boys get to marry, and what type of women are girls get to become because Mm -hmm. of the sacrifices that we're making in our unbalanced life, in our guilt, in our all of these things? What changes and shifts for them because of what we're sacrificing today? Yeah. You know, especially if you're that mom that stays at home or you're starting a new business and you've been away from maybe the home front for a while or you're not there as much as you used to. You know, the thing is, my little boys, if you ask them, you know, tell me about your mom. Like, Mm. they don't say, my mom doesn't cook dinner for me every single day. (laughs) They don't say, my mom doesn't tuck me into bed every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, they say my mom's hardworking, you know, we're Mexican. And he says, my mom is chingona, you know, chingona. meaning like, meaning like badass, you know, oh, is that what that means? Oh, yes. I love that. So it means how, do badass, it, like, how do you say it? Chingona. Chingona. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, and, and they know, you know, you also have to enroll them in your vision, mm. you know, and you know why mommy works hard. You know, this trip that we take to Hawaii every single year. This is why mommy works hard so that she can take you and your brother, you know, all these little trips that we go to all the little things that we buy you, you know, the schools that you get to go to, you know, this is why mommy works hard. And they see that, you know, Mm. Uh, they see the type of marriage you have at home. You know, Mm. anytime my husband and I are having a little disagreement, he'll turn around and tell either one of us. It depends who he goes, daddy, no bad attitude with my mom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you know or he'll tell me mommy you have a bad attitude you yeah. know so you enroll them in your vision at home in your vision in the business and they already have these high standards of the women they want to marry you know it's like you know what I want to marry somebody like my mom somebody who used to treat my dad very good mm-hmm. you know I uplift my husband all the time I tell him how amazing he is and how awesome he is and how blessed I am of a woman to have married a man like him mm-hmm. and my kids hear me say I love you to my husband all the time mm-hmm. and you know and, and treat him good and they see their dad treat me good so mm-hmm. these are standards that you're instilling in them at a very young age and then in our you know in our business they see that mom works really hard they see that you know money is not a challenge but it's you know 
because they're being raised in this environment, Tara, where, Mm -hmm. you know, financially we don't necessarily struggle, you know, where my husband and I, we were raised in an environment where we did struggle. Yeah, you you know, so Mm -hmm. we grew up very ambitious and hungry to be somebody. And that's why we've been blessed with this life is because we worked our, you know, what off, you know, but so for our kids, they're growing in this environment. They're not really having to work for this big house that they live in. Mm -hmm. you know, or for all the trips that we take and, you know, the dinners that we get to take. So it's about the family values you have, you know, we have nannies at home. um, And it's been a blessing because it's helped me in all areas of my life. Mm -hmm. But we have nannies at home, our kids don't need to pick up their plates from the table, but you better believe that they do. Right. They they pick up their plates from the table, they clean up their toys you know, we help out and stuff like that. They take their clothes to the laundry. It's like, they say thank you and please and ma'am and sir. And they speak out of respect. You know, we try because we know they're not going to grow with that hunger, you know, that we grew up with. And therefore, you know, my husband, especially so amazing at this is like, we go somewhere and our kids want something like, no, have you earned it? You know, like, no, only because we have money and we, you know, my husband goes, mommy and daddy have money. You don't, right. <laughs> you need to work right. hard for, right. yeah, he tells him that, you I know, you need to work hard for everything you want. He goes, mm. Tiger, you want all these nice things? Okay. Well, you need to start helping out at the house more. You need to get good grades. You need to, you know, volunteers that I want to do my homework. You need mm. to help out your brother. Like you have to grow this ambition inside of them, yeah. you know, because only only because we grew up that way, you know, they're not going to grow up that way. We already know that. So it's the things that we do, you know. So now they have, you know, their standards up here, not down here. So they know what's expected of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you something else, you know. Um, Guillermo always tells my kids, is like, let me tell you guys something. If you guys have the following, you guys are not going to inherit any of mommy and daddy's money. So he talks to them. It's like, you better not ever have any tattoos. You know, <laughs> my husband's against tattoos. And, uh, you know, some people look phenomenal in them. <laughs> Nothing against that, you know, but him and I don't have any tattoos. So he goes, if you ever get a tattoo, guess what? You're not getting any of mommy and dad's um, money. <laughs> if you ever smoke, you know, he goes, what's smoking? He goes, you know, those people that smoke and it takes your life away a lot faster. He goes, you're never getting mommy and daddy's money. Money. You know, if you ever um, get piercing and crazy hair, because they're boys, you know, you're never getting mommy and daddy's money. And so it's just these standards that you have to instill in them at a young age. And so I'm going to tell you a really funny story, Tara. We were like at a, there's a place called John's Incredible Pizza. It's like a, maybe like a Chuck E. Cheese type of thing. And we're standing in line and my kids love there. And if they've been good, you know, and we've been working hard, then we take them there because they love to go there. Yeah. And so we're standing in line and there's a guy with big old piercings and tattoos yeah. all yeah. over himself. And Valentino goes up to him because he's not shy. Because that's another thing too, Tara. Like, like we make them talk to people. We make them shake people's hands. We make them look at people in the eye when yeah. they're talking to them. So he goes up to the, to the gentleman that was in front of us getting ready to pay. He goes, excuse me, sir. He goes, you're not going to get any of your mommy and daddy's money because you have those earrings and the tattoo. <gasps> I almost like died. I said like, Valentino, like, are you kidding me? I was like, oh my God. 
<laughs> and so he goes, mommy, is he bad? Because he has that. I said, it doesn't mean he's bad, honey. Mm-hmm. It's just your dad doesn't want, your dad and mom don't want that for you, yeah. you know? And so, oh my God. So it's just, it's the standards, you know? And if you set high standards for your kids, guess what? They're going to yeah. marry somebody like you. They're going to marry, you know, they're going to expect their wife to treat them the way you treat your husband, you know? Um, So it's just, you got to be setting high standards, especially if you have young kids, they're sponges. Let me tell you. Yeah. Right. So the things you do, they do. (laughs) They do. Yes, exactly. The things that we do, our kids do. And Uh so for the, for the woman or, you know, for the mom, for the mom who's watching this, um, if there's anything inside of you that has that burning itch and you're thinking, I don't want to step away from my kids until they're full-time in school or until they're in high school, or you're waiting and waiting and you're pushing your dreams and your message and your vision, hear what Angelica just said. It's not about you. To sum all of it up, it's not about you. It's about what you're creating and generating for your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Mm, I love that. Okay. So let's switch completely because I want to talk about how sexy you are and <laughs> because you're one of my most favorite people to watch on Instagram. And of course, you know, now we're friends and we go out for dinner together and I just, you ooze sexiness and guess what comes along with a confident, powerful woman who is sexy haters. Okay. Haters, H A T E R S. And they're everywhere. So you are, you're confident, you're powerful, you're loving. Um, and you have a a really large audience. So tell me there's gotta be haters in there. And how do you deal with it in that loving, graceful way? And what does it actually mean to you to have these haters? You know what? Haters is not necessarily a bad thing. It can do several things. It can push you to prove them wrong. Okay. But people are not going to hate on you if you're not doing anything great. Mm -hmm. I know that's the reality is at the very beginning when I joined forces with my husband in our business, um, it would bother me so much to hear people talk crap about him, you know, or about us or about our business. And I, you know, I would like, I would get all, you know, um, I don't know, like, yeah, Yeah. very defensive. And I would tell him like, you know what this person said? And he goes like, babe, it's good. Let them hate. Who gives a shit? (laughs) You know, let them hate all they want. It only means because they're jealous of our relationship. They're jealous of our business. They're jealous of you. They're jealous of me. They're going to hate, you know, they hate because they don't have what you have going. And so yeah. it would, it, it would let, it, it would bother me. And I, finally I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Excuse my language, Tara. Yeah. You know, no, it's just it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. They can hate all they want. And you know what? It just kind of feeds your ego a little bit. You know, you just, you, you gotta let it feed your ego. It's like, Ooh, they're hating because I have something they don't have. Yeah. You know, why else are they going to hate? You know, mm-hmm. um, they should be happy for you but they're not happy for you because they don't have, you know, what you have and what you stand for and your morals and your ethics and your marriage and your looks like, Hey, we've gotten this far because there's been a lot of sacrifice. There's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of discipline. Most people don't have the discipline. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, and sometimes you'll get like, yeah. And I'll even say this, this is, 
you know, I'm able to do everything I, I do. And, you know, I'm able to be a great mom, a great, you know, wife, a good business partner, mm -hmm. um, maybe be into fitness because I have help at home, you know. And, and that's what sometimes is a knock on me. Like you have help, on, you have yeah. help at home. You're able to go do this. Like mm -hmm. people that have help at home, you still don't have the discipline to go, get up in the morning, go to the gym, although you've and, only slept three or four hours. And let's be like, clear. I don't think you've always had help at home. Uh -uh. Have you? No, no, no. <laughs> that was only, <laughs> that was only um, uh, recent, but it's, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, you don't have help at home. You do have help at home. You change what they want you to change. You don't change what they want you to change. They're still going to hate. So why They're change? Still hate. Yeah. You do what feels good inside. And if you know what you're doing is good, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You just, you got to like, it is what it is. You know, you can't yeah. let it bother you. I did. And that was a big mistake. I would let it bother me so much where it kind of alter my, my mood that day and stuff like that. But my husband's like, you can't. What? You know, you worrying about somebody hating, you know, what did it do for you? Nothing. Nothing. And it, and it re keeps you from being your authentic self. Because yeah. when we're truly our authentic self, where our vulnerabilities lie, right? Um, we can't possibly please everybody because everybody's different. So, you know, it's kind of like if, you, if you're finding your haters in life, right? Like, I'm sure you can, like, name 10 haters on your hands right now because of the place that you're at in your life. Um, you've got a whole tribe on the other side mm -hmm. of those haters that are like, yes. And Helica Haro is the bomb. She's the queen. Mm. She's the best. She's so generous. She's so loving. She's powerful. She's kind. She's confident, mm -hmm. you know, and that is worth so much more. Yeah, exactly. What your haters are saying. And it's kind of almost like, you know what? The faster I can find my haters, the better mm -hmm. because beautiful tribe is waiting on the mm -hmm. other side. And it's so true. It diminishes like all the people that are hating because you have so many people that admire you and that support you and that are backing you up and truly want to see you win. And then like to dismiss that only because somebody says something, it's irrelevant. Like you shouldn't, you know, you just, you focus on what's positive and not on the negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of that. Yeah. So, Okay. What does, okay. So you married Guillermo. I'm just, I want to say this. The first date time I ever met Guillermo, he said to me, <laughs> he said this to me and I don't remember what point, and maybe you remember, but I don't remember why he said this to me, but he said, you know what, Tara, what people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what you were talking about, but yeah you mentioned something to that degree where like, I just don't want people to say, you know, yeah. and, then, and that's what I don't remember what it was either. Oh, I remember. I remember because you guys had taken, we had met for dinner and you guys had taken your, you'd had your driver. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. And we also have a driver, but I just thought let's just Uber because I don't want to pull up in the limo to this restaurant. I don't want people to think we're like pretending to be someone that we're not, but we just happen to have this really great car that takes us places when we don't want to drink and drive. And that's when Guillermo said to me, what do you, what do you care? Like other people's opinion of you is none of your business. Yep. Yep. So true. It, it's a, and it goes like with the haters, like who cares what they think of you? You just yeah. keep going. Like you can't stop them. If you worry about what they say or what other people say, then it just keeps you from getting to your dreams and your goals faster because you're so caught up on what everybody else is saying. It's like, dude, like you can't let that get in the way. You just take, you know, you charge, you have to charge. You, you don't have time for setbacks like that. 
No, we don't. We don't. Okay. So, and Helika, I want to be very respectful of your time. So I will let you go after this one last question. You married Guillermo when you were how old? I was 29 years old. 29 years old. And you met him when you were, you're, you were very successful before Guillermo. So let's go back to your 21 year old self. Okay. What would you tell your 21 year old self? What would I tell my 21 year old self right now? Like yeah. if you could go back into your bedroom of 21 year old Angelica, what would you tell her? What advice would you give her? You know, that she has no limits. Mm. You know, I think most people, you know, are, they have limited beliefs, you know, that I would tell her, you know, no matter what people say about you, no matter what setbacks you've had in life, mm -hmm. no matter everything you went through is you have no limits. You know, the sky's the limit. You just got to work hard and believe it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that a lot of people become successful because they start believing it and you got to be able to believe because sometimes you know, people out there don't believe in you, but your belief in you has to be so strong that nothing is going to stop you from conquering what you want to conquer. You know, it's belief, you know, surround yourself, Angelica, surround yourself with people who believe in you, mm -hmm. surround yourself with people who are positive, surround yourself with people who have big visions so that your vision can grow inside of their vision. If you surround yourself with people who are not positive, you're not going to be positive. If you don't surround yourself with people who are doing better and bigger, then you're not going to want to do better and bigger, you know? So yeah. it's your surroundings, your associations on Heliga. Make sure you surround and associate with bigger and better people. Yeah. Oh, I love it when I see your heart like that. You're so beautiful. You're so vulnerable. You're so authentic, Angelica. And I'm just so grateful to, you know, I mean, even people might look at us and they think, okay, yeah, well, you guys just have it all together. So great for you, bitches, you know, and that's okay. But hey, listen, borrow our belief in you because mm -hmm. there's not a woman on this planet or a man for that matter that I don't believe in. I want people to go into my Instagram to see my vision, what I stand for, okay. you know, um, if, uh, we're, we offer an opportunity and it's an amazing opportunity, Tara, you okay. know, That's oh, really yeah, weird. if anybody is looking to start up their business and maybe doesn't know how, like Angelica has an amazing business, okay. you know, I, I would suggest that you go into her Instagram, get in contact with her. So borrow Angelica's belief in you because that's what she's offering here today. She is offering you guys head over to her Instagram account and anybody who you forward this interview to head over to her Instagram account. We'll drop it down here. It's Angelica WFG, right? Angelica, I think that's what it is off the top of my head. Yeah. Yes. And um, direct message her. And she says that she will create a space and an opportunity for you to get on a call with her to talk about opportunity for your life. And I'm sorry, but that is just like, she, this girl has three assistants and two nannies, okay? To have that opportunity, if you don't seize that opportunity and you're resonating with this message, that is you standing in your way of a woman, a powerhouse woman in this world who literally is dying to serve you, to support you to bring opportunity to your life. So make sure you do that. And Helika, I will let you go get on with your precious, beautiful day. And thank you again so much for sharing on The Smart Woman. And do you soon, girl. Bye. Bye. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. 
break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.